Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson, and with me today is a special guest. Hello, I'm Brittany Messerly. Hi, Brittany. You've been with us before. You're actually part of the Streaming yes. Church TV team. And you're here today because Steve Lacey, my normal partner in crime, is on a boat somewhere with yep. his wife in the middle of the ocean. Yep. He decided that it was okay for him to take a vacation. That's right. Yeah. It's just our busiest time of the year. No worries yeah. there. But, but uh, so uh, have you ever taken a cruise before? I actually haven't. It's on my list. I, I want to. Yeah, absolutely. You should. Uh, so um, I've taken two cruises, but it's been it's been oh, years wow. ago. Yeah, it's been years. It's been a long time. And my wife is actually uh, trying to get me to go on another one. And, uh, you know, I keep hearing all these things about people getting sick and mm. flu and all that stuff. Uh, I don't yeah. know. So it kind of scares me a little bit, but uh, she'll probably convince me. So Anyhow, uh, well, you ought to go. I mean, it, it was a fun experience. I, I did two of them, uh, and I've done both of them were great experiences. So, uh, yeah, you definitely need to do that, Brittany. Yeah, so, I just put the buffet, really. Yeah, but. Exactly. <laughs> yes. All right. So, uh, we're a company that helps churches and ministries use tech. Uh, and today, we are going to talk about seven ways, or maybe more, seven ways to attract and keep your share of Easter visitors. And uh, this is, um, and by the way, uh, I don't know if, if you got this email, but we have a, uh, you know, we have a, a blog called newmediaministries.tv. And in case anybody listening or watching hasn't checked that out, just go to newmediaministries.tv. And we, we posted something about Easter coming up and uh, somebody sent off something to us, a reply saying, Easter is not a Christian holiday. Did you get that at all? Oh, I didn't see that. Okay, I don't know. Maybe you didn't get that, but uh, and and we're not going to we're not here to debate today if Easter is a Christian holiday or not. That's interesting. Uh, well, you know, honestly, uh, he or she, whoever it was, ha had a point because mm. there are some things about Easter that may have some pagan mm. roots to them, maybe a little bit. Oh, I have heard that before. Uh, yeah, the Easter eggs and the Easter bunny and all that good stuff. But uh, but we're not here to debate that. But but the truth is, uh, I mean, some I've worked with some churches that call it instead of calling it Easter, they call it Resurrection Day, mm. and uh, so that right. that's something you could call it. But I mean, the point of this of this holiday, uh, whether Christians have 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 like hijacked the holiday, maybe taking it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the point is, it's it's a great opportunity, first of all, to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. But also, as we're going to talk about today, uh, there are people that will come to Easter, your Easter services, that might not normally come. Uh, they will come because of the holiday Easter and also Christmas. In fact, that brings us to a new word in my vocabulary. Mm -hmm. uh, the new word is uh, Christer. Christer. Have you ever heard of that before? I have not, but I love it now. I think it's a great it's a great term. <laughs> so, Creaster and, and somebody I read something about this, 
And in uh, the Urban Dictionary, we all know how... How uh, accurate that is. Yeah. Always. Uh, <laughs> but the Urban Dictionary defines Creaster as uh, people who show up to church only twice a year. And, of course, those two holidays are... Christmas and Easter. Christmas and Easter, hence the word creaster. And and, uh, and look, I, I know that seems a little strange, but there's kind of a good reason to, to pay attention to these folks, because according to Lifeway, Lifeway did some research a while back, and they said Americans are more open to matters of faith uh, during Easter and the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, they did a survey a number of years ago that said 47% of those um polled, confirmed that they were more open to faith during the holidays. And uh, that's interesting. And you can contrast you can contrast that with some other stats, uh, like when we when 9-11 hit uh, the United States of America, the, the national crisis that we experienced on September 11th, only 38 uh, percent indicated they were more open to spiritual things after that. Uh, and then there was another survey about after any nat- natural disaster, 34% uh, are open to, to spiritual things. And then here's another one. The birth of a child, only 28% were more open to matters of faith. So what's the big idea here, the big picture here, that, or the lesson? Well, there's no better time than the holidays to reach people. And, and that's kind of what we're going to talk about today is that, uh, and you don't have to be a pastor to get something out of this Church Solutions podcast, because what we're going to talk about not only involves pastors, but if you're a key volunteer, uh, if you're involved in your church in some capacity, uh, this is something I think should attract your attention. If you love your church and you want to see it grow and reach people, this this Easter is a great opportunity. And Easter is April 21st of 2019. And so it's coming up. Mm-hmm. So some things we can talk about here. So uh, why don't we just jump into this? Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. So uh, again, a large percentage of people during this time of the year in Easter are very open to visiting a church. And so the odds are, you know, in your favor that you're going to get maybe somebody. And so uh, there are some things you can do here to help effectively attract some some of these people that are interested uh, and, and also hopefully keep them. Uh, once they come and visit. So the first thing is uh, something that you kind of, uh, Brittany, you're, this is kind of your area of expertise. Mm-hmm. The first thing you want to do as a church or involved in your ministry is you want to make them aware of your church. Right. 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 Um, yeah, not not everyone knows that your church exists, obviously. And so that's one of the first components to get them to your church is first um, market to them and make them aware that your church exists and what your church stands for. Um, I know at the last podcast I was on, we talked about branding of your church. So that's very important is to kind of cut through the other churches in the area and make sure that your church is identified for your brand and what you stand for and what your church is kind of known for and get that out into your community. Make sure you can use flyers, you can use digital means to um, be active on social, just make sure that you are making your kind of footprint in your community. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and again, it's there's a lot of noise out there, but yeah, as you just said, Brittany, it's it's important that you know you kind of get who you are mm-hmm. out there because chances are your church is going to be a little different than somebody right. else's church. Right. And so emphasize those kind of things, who you are, what you, you know, uh, might be a different denomination. You might be non-denominational. And, and the truth is there's lots of things to do here. Uh, social media is your expertise. Mm-hmm. And there's obviously a ton of platforms out there that you can use. Instagram, yeah. Facebook, Twitter, uh, yeah. And really utilize uh, what makes you unique. Like if you do lots of music or if you're, you're really musical, you love your um, church choir or or how your preacher or your pastor speaks. Um, There's all these different kinds of ways you can connect people with your identity as your church. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And look, there are some good old fashioned things that still, I think still have value. Uh, Many years ago when I was a senior pastor, uh, and even as an executive pastor, we did mailers. Uh, outreach marketing years ago had some, and I'm sure they still do, uh, some really nice little postcards that you can target your area. So you can work it out where it goes to a certain zone. And this is, you know, good old fashioned snail mail. Right. But, uh, the postcards actually work. I, I remember I tried it several times. And one of my, one of the ones that really made us stand out was there was this picture of this like English bulldog licking this gal's face, you know, it was like a, a zoom in and it was, you know, really a, a fun looking thing, you know, and the girls like, you know, and, and, and the headline on the, on the postcard was, uh, we're kind of like this only not as sloppy. <laughs> and the idea was, you know, we, we want to love you. We want to be friendly. Right. We want to, that's who we are as a church. Right. And, and that's a great. Yeah. Got a lot of response from that postcard. No, that's uh, great because it uh, mixes and it mixes kind of humor with right. then showing like how loving the church is and what you guys stand for. Yeah, that's absolutely. Great. I think I used it uh, and used the image of it on, and on my church uh, that I'm working with now years ago. But yeah, so anyway, and so you got and, and there's also little things like uh, uh, look, the newspapers maybe are are not the best way to go these days, but there's these little shopper. Uh, mm-hmm. We used to have a thing called the Dandy Dine that would come. Uh, would have like ads and stuff people were selling cars and stuff yes. but you could get you could get something and there's a group I worked with years ago that kind of built our church on it we we had a front page of the shopper or a back page of the shopper and 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 we wanted the front or the back because people would get it in the mail and they would just throw it down on their coffee table but if your ad was on the front or the back mm-hmm. uh, it was you know pretty easily seen and we got a lot of traction for that so there's lots of opportunities, radio ads, if you can make something that stands out. I was in broadcasting for years, so I was able to do that. And here's another thing, too. Uh, signage is good. Uh, mm-hmm. If you have a sign in your church, you can make it maybe something that's going to stand out when people drive yes, by. Yes, creative signs, yes. Yeah. yes. Uh, and, and even banners. I, I still do this today. I've, I've gotten banners, and uh, you can put up a banner that's next to your sign or somewhere else on your mm-hmm. church property and make it so that it stands out and, and those kind of things can really help. So uh, the first point is, you know, make them aware of your church because believe it or not, not everybody's aware of your church. Exactly. So, good opportunity to do on Easter. All right. So let's move on to number two. What's number two? Do you have the notes? Uh, yes. Number two is making it convenient. Yeah. So uh, don't schedule, maybe don't schedule during the big football game that everyone in town's going to be right. watching. Yeah. 
Uh, and this applies. I mean, look, I mean, if you're if your church is going to have multiple services and there are some churches, they have one service or two, but then they have some extra services because Easter does come and, you know, they're coming. Uh, so be careful how you schedule. Uh, and yes. we've, I even know some churches that even though Easter is Easter Sunday, uh, they will do something Saturday night. And, and that's appropriate. Uh, and then the other thing to think about when it comes to making it convenient is and this kind of I don't know if this fits in the category or not, but. Uh, one of the churches I used to work with, we had a thing where we would do an Easter egg hunt. You know, mm. Talk about pagan, but we would do an Easter egg hunt, and and be and here's the deal: uh, parents want to take their kids to something, and mm -hmm. so if you can advertise your Easter egg hunt and schedule it conveniently, either maybe before the service or after the service might be better. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Easter egg hunt. Uh, another one time we had a little Easter party, so after the service we had actually some food. We had a barbecue and we had bouncy castles and some wow i call them carnival i don't know if you want to call them carnival related things but little things that were you know you could blow up floats and stuff that, that kids could bounce around yeah. on. and uh so, so you know you want to if you're going to do special events for easter and you probably should you if mm -hmm. you can do it do it uh you know make it convenient right. is the bottom line you, you don't want to try to you know, make it hard for people to come. So, right. right. And that yeah. makes it, and that also makes it convenient more for the parents because right. you can have an Easter egg hunt. You can do a kind of potluck thing. Um, right. And if you don't have it, you could either have these events on Easter or you could have them kind of a lead up right. different events, maybe like a few, like the week before or kind right. of a lead up to, to Easter. Yep. As well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, uh, the third point is to start early. So we're talking about reaching people. And so, uh, you know, we're we're still in March recording this podcast. I think it's March 21st today. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, Easter's a month away uh, here in 2019. And so you've got a month here. So get 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 cracking, get starting on mm -hmm. it. So, uh, you know, I use the analogy, you know, I raised the son and, and uh, I tell him, ask him to do something and he would rarely do it the first time. <laughs> and, and, and I think those of us that have had kids know that, uh, you know, it usually takes several encouraging, prompting things to get kids mm -hmm. to, to kind of do and move in the right direction. And it's kind of the same way for humans. People, I mean, kids are human, obviously, little humans. Uh, at least some of them are. And, uh, you know, humans are the same way. Adults are the same way. I mean, mm -hmm. sometimes we need to hear something over and over again. Right. In fact, I think I read a survey years ago that people need to hear the gospel at least seven times before they respond to it. And I think it was something Billy Graham or something said. So I, I think that's true. So start early. So that's one of the reasons we're talking about this on our podcast is, you know, you could do several things to do that. I mean, start your advertising, whatever it is you're going to decide to do to get the word out, start moving on it now. Uh, even your messages, if you're a pastor listening or you're on your church board, uh, maybe encourage, uh, you know, your, your your pastor to start maybe a series or something now that's kind of related right. to Easter. Yeah. That kind of gets the ball rolling a little bit and starts everything. Uh, and so, yeah, so start early. So anything to add to that at all? Miss marketing person? Um, well, yeah, I mean, starting your marketing efforts as well early um, is very, like, yeah. if you're going to do a big thing for Easter or you're going to think surrounding Easter, starting the marketing now, getting yeah. the word out about it happening so you can get on people's calendars, yep. um, 
and yeah, just like you were saying, basically about starting the process early, starting to get your sermon, everything ready early is, yeah. yeah. And this is kind of the, you know, this is, it's a month out from when we're recording this. So when people hear this, maybe in another day or two, you know, yeah. Get, get yeah. Moving on. All right. yeah. About a month before that's when, yeah, you should kind yeah. of, you can make a calendar and kind of schedule everything out until, yeah. until the big day. Yep. It's scheduling. All right. So third point here, or the fourth point that we're getting at here when it comes to being more effective in reaching people and keeping them, you want to be able to figure out a way to get their information, get their personal information. So when they do come in the door, uh, you know, hopefully you have some kind of a visitor card or a communication card is what my church calls calls it or a connection card. But it, it's it's really a matter of uh, and this is my opinion is you don't want to, you know, like really force people, you know, like give us your information. We, we don't that's not what we're talking about here. But you want to make it so they have an opportunity to give you some contact information. Mm -hmm. and, and I would personally say the vital information, but not a lot. So, I mean, if you can right. get their email, uh, right. that would be ideal. If you can get a name and a f email, maybe a phone number, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, but at least start with somehow, some way that you can connect with them. Uh, that's really important because when they do come, uh, you know, you want to be able to follow up. And we've talked a lot about follow up. And we're going to talk about follow talk up more. in a couple <laughs> minutes here. But, you know, you want to follow up. Well, you, it's kind of hard to do it when you don't know who they are or where they came right. from or right. any of that stuff. So very yeah, important you, stuff. And make make sure they know that it's why you want their information, that you want it so that you can keep in contact with them about the different services you're going to be doing, about to keep them included in the community, that you're not going to... Um, make sure they know you're not going to spam them with anything or that it's really just so that they're aware of what you'll be doing as a church and that you can send them different follow-up information, which we'll, which we'll yep. cover in a, in a moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so moving on here. We, we want to get mm -hmm. to go through this stuff. Yeah. So uh, this kind of connects, I think, a little bit with the getting their personal information. And, and that is when they do come, uh, maybe give them a gift. Uh, it would be that. nice, some kind of a gift. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, get creative. Think a little bit about this. I mean, just my a church... little welcome gift. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't yeah. have to be anything fancy, just something nice that shows that you're, you appreciate that they came and a little visitor gift. Yeah. And that could be anything. Uh, my church, I think, has some kind of little gift bag that has some bread and chocolate in it or something. It's got our logo, our church logo on it. Uh, uh, we also have T-shirts. I we've given away. We actually, my church has some T-shirts, and we've given people T-shirts. Uh, uh, one church I used to work with gave people coffee mugs. Some mm. people, some people give away Starbucks. Starbucks. Oh gift wow! Cards. Yeah. So there are some things you could do to give them a little gift uh, and, and kind of help them to remember who you are. A little card, maybe saying, "Hey, thanks for coming. We're glad you came. Let us know if we can pray for you, or if there's something we can do for you." Uh, that kind of a thing. Uh, a gift can go a long way. And as you said, Brittany, doesn't have to be a big deal. Doesn't have to mm -hmm. be big. So, all right. So let's go to the next one, which is follow up. Yes. Follow up, follow up, follow up. All right. So uh, I'm really not in sales per se. I mean, I, I work with streamingchurch.tv and I help in the area of sales and tech support. Uh, but I remember years ago, a friend of mine 
in sales, I used to be in radio and broadcasting. And, and uh, again, I wasn't in sales and radio. I was more in the production end of things and management. But one of the, my friends said one time, he goes, look, uh, I think I heard it in a sales meeting. He says, look, if you just return people's phone calls, you will be more successful than the next guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and I think it goes on. Those little things can can really make you more successful in anything you do in life if you just do the things that some people just are too lazy to do. And, and I think with follow-up, I think it's kind of the same way. If you will just make an effort to follow up people. So as, if you're a volunteer listening to this podcast and your church doesn't have a follow-up program, guess what? You're the person since you've heard this now. You're mm-hmm. responsible. But I'm kind of kidding. But seriously, there but, should be some kind of a, 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 a strategy some kind of a system, and if you'll just shoot people an email, maybe, or if mm-hmm. you can call them, even if they go in the voicemail, it, at least they got the message and they know eh, this person right. may not want to talk to you, but at least hey, at least they care, right? Right. And if you are signed up with um, streamingchurch.tv, we have a wonderful follow-up tool um, that makes it really easy, so that people that have visited um, either in in your church or have streamed online that if you get their emails, then we can send automatic emails to them basically as follow-ups. You can kind of design what it says. It can be really simple, but basically a follow-up automatically so that you don't have to do it um, every time manually. Yeah. You can customize it once and send it off. And that's with people that come to, you know, if you stream with us, uh, right. You have a streaming video platform with, you know, you can have chat and video and all that. And so when people come, uh, you know, that you can follow up with them. And, and that's that's something that we uh, probably didn't say earlier, but that is, you know, when you're getting ready and making, trying to make people aware of your church, uh, you know, part of that is a good method to, to use is streaming video. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can put it on your website, you can stream live. Uh, I think in our blog, we talked about how people really do want to watch live video and, and, you know, you can have live video on your website and you can have archives on your website. And again, it's, it's another yeah. way to make people aware of your church. Right. It's a great way to promote. Yeah. And this follow up thing that we we're just talking about, uh, you know, for video, we've got that tool that people can use. But, you know, if, again, if people are literally walking into your physical building, make sure you follow up with them. Uh, if you can, that, you know, if you've got some kind of information, that would be good. Okay, we're running out of time, so let's move on here, right? All right, uh, give them a reason. Point number seven, give them a reason to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been to churches where I visited, and there was no reason to come back. <laughs> In fact, no, I don't care. Uh, but uh, what I, well, I guess what I mean by that is when these, these what, do, what do we call them, Christers? Christers, mm-hmm. when people, you know, that come for one or two services a year, uh, you know, and this probably applies more to the person speaking, although your volunteers and staff can be a part of this. Uh, let them know that there's things coming up. Mm-hmm. That there are, you know, maybe a message series that they might be interested in, uh, maybe about relationships or about kids. Uh, so maybe, you know, you if you don't have something that, you know, if you're planning something for Easter, Make sure you have something coming up after Easter that would really be a good hook to, mm-hmm. to like, you know, somebody comes for the first time and go, hey, and next week we're going to talk about, you know, uh, how to how to deal with stress in your life and how to handle whatever. And, and you know, something that's going to attract people, you know, what the Bible says about raising kids or, or, or maybe marriage, you know, uh, some kind of a thing that like might 
grab the person's attention mm-hmm. and say, you know what, I should probably come back and listen to this message series and be a part of that. They, they need a reason to come back. And I think that's really important. Uh, you know, give them the benefits of, of being a part of a local church. Mm-hmm. Uh, the relationships, the community, uh, you know, having somebody there to, to help you, help you with your children, help you with your life. You know, that's the value of, of, of church. So, all right. So um, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Did you have something? Oh, no. Okay. No, that, that was very well said. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Uh, so uh, we're running out of time here, but but uh, we mentioned streaming video earlier, and it's a shameless plug, as Steve would say. Uh, and we've actually got something that might help your church for Easter. Uh, and we've got a like a, a little Easter special going on mm-hmm. with streamingchurch.tv. Can, can you give us a little bit of information on what that what that is, Brittany? Yes. So, um, well, I'm going to do two little plugs for a moment, but... First of all, for we're doing a promotion um, that if you haven't signed up with us before and you want to tr- try us out, we do have a 30-day free trial. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's, um, that's a good opportunity. Go ahead. And so we have a 30-day free trial, which is perfect since we're right before Easter. And if you sign up for it, we will also send you a $25 either Starbucks card or yeah. um, you can talk to Phil about some other options for gift cards. He'd be yeah. happy to share those as well. And then we're also going to be doing a webinar. Um, so That's right, yeah. I think if on the podcast, if we can put a little link in the description right. um, for yeah. where you can go sign up for the webinar, or um, if you're signed up on our email list, you'll get emails about it. But yeah, so it'll be uh, more about, how to make, well, basically how to grow your impact um, during the Easter season. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, two things there. So something that uh, the webinar would be really helpful. It's about a half hour long or so, mm-hmm. and that will be coming up here early April. I think we're doing it. We're doing uh, it the 2nd. 2nd yeah. of April. So, yes. uh, so very soon. Yeah. So let's go to streamingchurch.tv uh, for that. Or if you need more information on on that, or if you want to do the free trial, if you've never done a free trial with us and you want to do that, uh, as Brittany said, uh, Starbucks gift card or something comparable to that, we'd, we'd love to have you give us a try and stream and see, you know, because we think it really will help your church grow. It will help what you're trying to do. We've seen it already happen. And uh, we've been doing this for like, well, we've been doing the streaming for almost 10 years and we've been working with churches almost 20 now. <laughs> wow, almost 19 years. And so uh, we love churches and we love helping churches. And that's kind of what we do here. So with that in mind, we're out of time, Brittany. Well, there we go. There you go. Well, thanks for, for sitting in with me, for sitting in uh, uh, instead of Steve. Steve Lacey will mm-hmm. be back here next week. And uh, if you have something to add to this list that we talked about uh, or you want some input, or if you have questions, the email would just simply be support at streamingchurch.tv. And again, we'd love to get your key takeaway here. We'd love to get some feedback from you. And uh, that would be wonderful. So with that in mind, I will let you go back to work, uh, Brittany, and I'll get back to work. And uh, folks, thank you so much for listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. Uh, That's Brittany Messerly. I'm Phil Thompson. I hope that you have a great day. We'll catch you next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast.